Hello, it's Venice. It's so great to be with you today. I, you know, I have like coaching sessions with my clients or meetings that I'm in with, um, you know, people that I'm doing work with. And I have sometimes like thoughts, like conversations I'm having and I'm thinking of you. I'm like, oh my God, this would be such an awesome topic to bring to my podcast friends. So I'm doing that today. Okay. One of the conversations I've really been wanting to have with you is around something that I really believe is very, very important as we are in action, charting a new future in our lives. And that is grace. So what do I mean by grace? Well, here's what I mean. Okay. What it really takes to make a declaration that says this is how it's gone for me in my life and I'm no longer willing to have it go this way I'm declaring a new future it takes something for someone to really make that declaration and get and stay in action get in action and stay in action and it takes courage because if you think about it, like for me, I'll speak for myself just for a moment. What I declared as my future had never been done before in my family. And you know, in a lot of ways, I'm like a pioneer in my family. And I didn't have like someone that I could look to who was a role model you know, I've been emerging as a role model in my family. And it takes something, it takes courage, it takes grit, grit is firmness of character. To, and it takes deep resolve to really stay the course. Because in the course, like in the process of our personal growth, it's unexpected it's unpredictable. There's a lot of not knowing exactly how it's going to go. It's giving up control. It's learning how to trust the creator of the universe who's leading and guiding us. It, 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 it's learning how to trust ourselves. And it can be sometimes confusing, frustrating, and then joyful. And in the process it really makes a difference to give room for the process. What I call that grace is give granting room for yourself for where you are in the journey. I think the number one thing that in my experience working with women that we struggle with in our journey of growth and development is number one, we have unrealistic expectations. Like the expectation, the number one expectation that I hear is I should be further along than I am. I hear that a lot. And my thought is, well, you know, I, I hear you like you think that you should be further along, right? But like, where are you getting where is your expectation come from? Like, did someone tell you that? Or like, 
where did that come from? And usually when I ask that question, it's like, I don't know. That's usually the answer. Well, I don't know. I just kind of figured. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I think we all do it. Sometimes it's like, we just have these ideas of like, hey, I've been doing this for a few weeks and I should have a result by now. And it can really be a slippery slope because there's some comparison that we make to ourselves. Like I should be like so-and-so. Or sometimes we just make stuff up. (laughs) And then when it doesn't go how we think, it's like there's a disappointment. There's a frustration. There's like a, sometimes people just want to give up. So that's like the number one pitfall, I would say, that I've encountered. The second pitfall is that women, don't, we don't give ourselves room for our journey. Room for I'm learning a new way and I'm unlearning another way. Room for like getting on, be, staying on track and then getting off track and then res, and then like learning how to be resilient, like learning how to bounce back powerfully. We're learning all that. And it's like, you know, what's very common is women like they they beat themselves up or they're like, oh, I don't know why I tried or I'm not going to be able to do this. Very common. And so one of the most powerful things that we can do in our journey is actually give ourselves room for the process of growth and learn how to identify every win and celebrate it. Like for instance, you know, I'll have clients that'll be like, oh, I don't really think I did so well. Or, you know, I'm just feeling like this isn't working. Right. And, you know, I love to ask, like, what are the things you notice? You know, like, what's, what was, what did you notice from last week? And a lot of times, well, one question I like to ask is what was your expectation for last week? You know, how did you think it was going to go? Right. And that's always an interesting thing to look at. Oh, I thought everything was going to go perfect. Okay, well, that was was an unrealistic expectation, right? But the second thing I love to ask is like, what difference did you notice? And most people, most women tell me, well, I'm more aware. Like I'm just really noticing things I never noticed before. That's a win. (laughs) that you know you might not have achieved the ultimate like whatever that thing is that you wanted or you know you you declared but awareness is huge it's huge and that's a really important first step so it's like really giving room for when I say grace it's for all of it, the big steps forward, the small steps backwards and everything in between and keeping the perspective. I'm in a process of development and I can't compare myself to anyone because I'm the one in the process and there's no one like me. 
So like your journey of growth is your journey of growth. It's not like my journey of growth. That's the reason why I've said this before. Like, you know, I really don't want people to be like me because that I've been in my own personal journey. And actually, gosh, it took me eight years to really like see massive change. I mean, I would not want anybody to go through eight years like I did. (laughs) Honestly, I'm like out for people to see personal growth and massive transformation in like less than eight years. I was personally very stubborn and hardheaded and I did a lot of things alone. And it really took a lot longer because I did things alone. I was a loner versus allowing myself to be in community and allow, you know, what happens in groups is so powerful. It's a powerful conduit for transformation when we're, when we're in community, you know, but like, you know, giving room for the process, noticing when there's an expectation and asking, is this a realistic expectation? Noticing when there's a comparison, well, I should be like so-and-so and interrupting that and saying something like, hey, this is my personal journey. It's not going to be like anyone else's. This is my own unique journey. So, Granting grace, room, makes a massive, massive difference. The other thing I want to say when it comes to like personal growth and really creating like a lifestyle change is this. You know, change does not happen overnight. Now, real lasting change, it takes a couple of years Oh my God, I might've lost you. I know, I know. You'd be like, oh, I'm done. (laughs) I'm kidding, I'm being silly. But no, really, I'm just being like straight with you. Like, you know, I used to do these programs, right? And I was like, oh, seven days of change, three weeks of change. And I just find like, that doesn't really lead to a sustainable lifestyle change. Now, right now, actually, as I'm recording this, I'm doing um, an unstoppable challenge, you know, and really this challenge is over a month long. And, you know, the two week, one week challenges, they just don't work to create sustainable change. It needs to be longer. And, you know, in one week, you can create awareness. In a month, you can create some forming, some new habits. But to really have a lifestyle change, it takes literally one to two years. Because there is like new habits that need to be developed. New structures that need to be developed. And that takes time. You know, I'm right now, the area of my life that I'm really taking on is losing weight, right? And what I'm dealing with right now is like, oh my God, I mean, somehow, I don't even know how this happened, okay? Like seriously, I think I just, when COVID hit, it was like all of my normal routines ended. I couldn't go to the gym. The gym was closed. I, everything changed, right? And Right now, the way my life is set up, it's not set up for me to really take care of myself, like going to the gym. And then my husband, bless his heart, he's so awesome. Like I taught him how to cook. And so like, I don't even do cooking right now. I just mostly have been working and not spending time for my body and taking care of myself. And, you know, part of me is like, what the heck? Like, 
I've really let myself go, you know, and it's, I'm really confronting just the degree to which my, my time is not set up at all to really take care of myself. And I'm like, oh, this is really going to take something from me. Like I'm really getting myself mentally prepared that it's going to take a tremendous amount of intention for me to really do this. And I've, I've got a buddy. I've, I asked my mom to be my buddy. So she's going to come along the journey with me. I have a personal trainer. It's like I recognized that for me to make this change, I'm going to need some structures. Because if I just try to tell myself I'm going to work out on Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, it's not going to happen. I have to literally like schedule it. I have to say, I'll meet you at the gym at one o'clock on Tuesday and have an agreement that's outside of me that involves me meeting someone to be there. I just know myself. I'm not reliable. So it's really like when we talk about change and if it's really very different from how we've been doing things, the more like support you can have around you, the better. And also it may be like starting small with one thing. You know, I started um, last month to just do a walk around the neighborhood. I was like, Finise, just do literally five minutes one way and five minutes like down one street and five minutes going back home. That's pretty much what I did. And I wasn't even successful doing it every day, but I did it several days a week. That's a win. That's one small step that I took to create another way from how I've been doing it. And you got to really look for yourself. You know, sometimes I think we want to go gangbuster and do everything. I'm not saying that's wrong. It's just you got to really look like, what can I really do? What am I really going to do? And I don't know what the answer is for you. Only that's for you to discover. You, you, you get what I'm saying? And it, it really does make a difference to set yourself up to succeed. And remember, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not. And the key is, why are you doing it? Because it is getting present to why. For me, I don't know. Like I've done things for other people so many times. Like, you know, when I got into shape a few years ago, it was for my grandkids because I wanted to be able to play with them. Right now, this season of my life, this one's for me. It's not for anybody else. It's just for me. And so... It's getting back to why the heck am I doing this that has us like really get to the willingness to take action because there is a relationship, a correlation between why you're doing something and following through. And the more you can be clear like, I want to be able to 
like so sometimes like I can tell like my deep breathing I used to have practice of breathing I've lost it so I can tell I'm breathing more shallow and so I don't have as it, it affects my energy and one of the things I'm just really looking forward to is getting back into my breath work and being able to feel my body experiencing like all of, of a breath. And that may not make sense to you, but I it makes sense to me. And I feel it. I'm like, oh, I want that. You know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is for me. So stretching. I love stretching. I mean, I've done like 20 minutes stretching, you know, at a time, right? Like a good 20 minute stretch. It feels so good. Like my muscles feel really long and, you know, I'm not tight in my shoulders and it's just a really great feeling. So I'm reminding myself that of what it's going to feel like, what I'm going to have more mobility. I'm not going to have tightness like I do. And when I stretch, everything's just more kind of like not tight. It's more loose, right? Like my muscles. So I'm just getting back to, oh, that's why I'm doing it. Okay. Remembering and representing my why. And I invite you to really make it a practice to represence why you are doing what you're doing. And watch the difference that it really makes because otherwise it's like I'm trying to force myself to do something versus if I get connected to why it's like oh being present to it aware of it you know I've also shared about journaling journaling what does it look like for 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 us to achieve our goal because then we can go back and recall it and imagine it those are all little ways that help our brain to help us. Because remember, our brain's a big part of change. It really is. And it's why I really love like the, the, the suggestions and the coaching that I give. I may not talk about the brain, but they really are ways to work with our brain. And there is, when our brain has a goal and it's very specific, and when you can, can attach your emotions to a goal, it is more real and it's more motivating to get an action to achieve that goal so remember grace give yourself room for where you're at notice your expectations notice the just notice what's there for you when you feel like you're not on track. And I invite you in those moments to remind yourself that you're in a journey and it's not going to happen overnight. And what can I do next to forward where I'm at? So with that, I love you. I look forward to our next conversation together. And it's just a real privilege. I really, really enjoy these conversations we get to have together. So until next time, bye.